Hello, and welcome to the Get Out of Your Head and Grow Your Online Business podcast. I'm your host, Marian Wagner, and I'm so happy you're here. So I'm starting each episode this season with a fun little personal fact, and this week, I am confessing to you that I, I love to chew ice. Big ice, small ice, it doesn't matter, I'll chew it. Drives my husband crazy, but I figure there's worse habits I could adopt, right? So, all right. So I was in Los Angeles last week for a mastermind retreat. So this was not my mastermind retreat. That that bad boy is happening in June and I'm hosting it here in Denver. So if you want to know how you can join, please absolutely tap the link in the bio and I'll send you information. It's going to be so much fun and lift your energy on so many levels. I'm really excited and I, I hope you can join us. So this particular retreat, was for a mastermind that I was a part of. So I'm in masterminds myself, and then I also have my own one-on-one coach. And this retreat, it was interesting. And I <laughs> I hate that word interesting, right? Because it's like, it's a code word for, I haven't decided yet what I think. Uh, because I'm still, I'm still processing it, to be honest. There, there was something that did happen that really affected me. And maybe I'll share that story someday here on the podcast, because I think it's a powerful one that you might relate with, but I haven't quite finished processing that incident. So I'm, I'm talking about it inside my mastermind. And once I've moved on from it, you know, emotionally, mentally, I know I'll, I'll be good to share it here with you on the podcast. But today I wanted to share three tips, or maybe you could call them observations, on attending your next mastermind retreat. And also three of what I saw were the best lessons or takeaways that I learned from this retreat. So let's, let's dive in, right? All right. So the first tip that I have for attending your next, it could be a mastermind retreat, just any kind of in-person little hobnobby event is number one, don't put people on a pedestal, right? This means the coach who is hosting the retreat, the guest speakers, your fellow masterminders, like no one, every single person has insecurities, flaws, you name it. And typically those who act like they have it all together, right? They're typically the most messed up. Like, I think that's true. And this is something that applies even outside of going to live events. Just look on social media, those people that you follow that you see on Instagram, just any social media platform, don't put them on a pedestal. All right. All right. Number two, this is a big one. And I think this again also applies to outside of live events, but especially for mastermind retreats, which is ask people questions about themselves, like be more interested in them always and less concerned about being interesting yourself and just get curious and learn people's stories. You know that saying where people probably won't remember what you said, but they'll remember how you make them feel? Well, I think that's a fantastic thing to keep in mind when you attend your next retreat or any event. So if if you and I were to run into each other at an event or let's say a, a party, you'd notice something pretty quickly. I want to know your name and then I want to know everything else about you. <laughs> like you might feel... Like, who is this chick that's interrogating me? But it's only because I'm so curious about you and your story. I want to know it all. But what I've noticed and what I experienced this past week is that some people are the complete opposite and they just want to talk about themselves. So 
you could go an entire conversation with them and they walk away not having asked you a single question, right? Has that ever happened to you? Um, But what I observed and experienced this week was, number one, it's more fun to be interested in other people. I think that's fun. Number two, it makes being an introvert a lot easier. That's me. Like it's so much easier to just put it on them. And number three, it's true. I'm going to admit it. I, I kind of judge people who don't take the time or the energy or the care to ask other people questions. It's like that, <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but it's like that Justin Bieber song, right? If you like the way you look so much, then darling, you can go and love yourself. It's a little bit like that with some people in a social setting where they just, they just want to talk about them and that's okay. But I always, I always, um, also believe that when people show you who they are, believe them, right? All right. Number three is to keep an open mind about what you're learning. Like a few of the topics might be things that you already technically know, right? But are you actually doing them? Do you need the reminder? I think saying things like, I already know this, it's kind of a dangerous attitude to have in most cases. You never want to assume that you're the smartest person in the room, right? So Those are my little tips for your next live event. Now let's go into my top three strategic takeaways from the retreat. So the first one I want to share with you is it's kind of two part. The first part was a simple reframing on something that I know a lot of coaches and service providers struggle with. And golly, I've struggled with this myself in pretty significant ways Um, over the past 12 years, I've been in the online business space. It's just bloody normal. Okay. So let's, let's make sure that's clear. It's okay to struggle with this because everyone does at some point. And that is content planning, right? So what this reframe was that I learned that I thought this is so smart is to take the term content planning and instead call it lead generation right? So how this came up is someone in the room asked how they can embrace content planning when they absolutely hate doing it. And then someone raised their hand and she happened to be a social media manager. And her response was, you just freaking do it. And I think I was the only one that kind of giggled a little bit because it was kind of funny. It's just like, do it. Just (laughs) what are you complaining about? Just do it. But then she went in to say, it's lead gen. It's not content planning. Stop calling it that. It's lead gen. And you in your business, you want to create leads. If you don't have a consistent marketing plan that consistently produces new leads, then you're likely going to feel stuck a lot. And I don't want that for you. So I thought I would share that simple reframing because I thought, oh, that's, that's really good. And then the second part was this great tip to take a stack of post-it notes and on each one, write down every aspect of your business. So you might have a sticky note that says writing emails, planning retreats, one-on-one coaching sessions, Instagram DMs, Pinterest, editing podcast. So you get it. And then when you've done that, what you're going to do is rate each one from one to 10 with one being it's sucky sucky and 10 being you love doing it. It gives you energy and joy. Then you want to go through all your post-it notes and anything under seven should be either outsourced, delegated, eliminated, or tweaked somehow. And 
I just thought this is a really brilliant way to do a energy leak assessment in your business. So, okay. Number two, the second takeaway I wanted to share with you was a conversation around stacking your strategies. And this is a very simple approach to launching, or like if you had an offer that you wanted to highlight during a given week. Um, And honestly, this might sound a little no brainer to you, but it's just an important reminder, right? So what does it mean to stack your strategies? It means that when you do want to sell a particular offer, let's say you want to do a live master, well, say masterclass, but masterclasses are kind of falling a little to the wayside these days. People, I think are having a little Zoom fatigue. So let's call it running the specialized training or workshop. For some reason, those labels seem to be doing much better. And just for fun, your marketing campaign is for people to attend live and it's free or pay $47 and they'll get lifetime access plus three amazing bonuses. And I think this is a smart game plan right now because a lot of people can't attend live and then you're giving them added incentive plus added value. So now let's talk about stacking your strategies to promote this. An example would be stacking a social media campaign alongside an email campaign plus DMs. And yes, I know it sounds so simple, but what I see are a lot of people only using one of these. And it's usually like one email or one social media post. And then that's it. Like they're not added any kind of layers of uh, hitting people on multiple platforms in different ways that speak to the right person. Because let's be honest, you have to see something multiple times before you even think to yourself like, hmm, this does sound interesting. I think I should sign up. So just that was just one example of, of stacking your strategies to promote things. Okay, number three, the final one I wanted to share with you was a presentation by Dr. Erin Fall Haskell, who is a doctor of divinity, and she runs a spiritual community and school. And she spoke about the two main things that hold people back. And those are, I thought this is such a fun conversation, limiting beliefs, which is also limited identity and inauthenticity. And we see this all the time on social media, right? Where people play this part, almost like, like an actor in their content. But then when you meet them in real life, they're just nothing like that person. And this is something that I've personally experienced on discovery calls with people where you're expecting the person who you follow on social media and you get their emails and everything else there. So you, you think, you know, their voice and their, I keep saying energy, but you know what I mean? Like you think you know them, right? And then you get on the zoom call and it's someone else with a completely different vibe and it's confusing and it completely destroys trust. This is why, by the way, I highly recommend booking discovery calls with people before you make a significant investment with them. So, and there's some people who's like, I don't, I don't offer discovery calls and that's okay. But how many, I want to make sure it's you like the right person I, that I think you are. (laughs) Right. So I feel like we must be our authentic selves in all aspects. And this not only makes the right people drawn to work with you, it, makes business fun and easy. You don't have to spend energy trying to be something or someone you're not. And that's a powerful shift to make, to just step up and own yourself. But I also know it, it, it can feel scary 
when you're just stepping into that because you feel so open to judgment and criticism. And when people criticize you as your true authentic self, it hits a little different. But the good news is it's never really about you. It's about that person who's being, you know, Judge Judy and you, you're doing business online. All right, you're going to live and you'll move on and you'll grow from it. So, and okay, as far as limiting beliefs go, I recorded an episode on limiting beliefs. I called them buried beliefs um, and the top 10 red flags to look to identify them in episode 40. So if you want to listen to that, you can go back. But we all have limiting beliefs. And what I learned from listening to Dr. Aaron was that all limiting beliefs come from trauma. And trauma in life isn't, it's not what happens to you, it's what happens within you. And it's rooted in an event that can last anywhere from just a few seconds to several minutes up to a day. But it's usually something like a core memory or event from our childhood that without us even knowing it, plants these little seeds that grow into these limiting beliefs. And if we don't shine a light on these, then we aren't able to truly manifest or create what it is that we want We want in business, in life, in love, health, you name it. So I thought that was a really interesting conversation that I, I've enjoyed thinking about it since the retreat. So, okay. I hope you enjoyed this more casual recap episode. And again, if you'd like to check out my mastermind retreat coming up in June, hit the link in the bio or send me a DM over on Instagram at Marion Wagner Coaching. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time.